Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Christian had a great moment during the last segment. He was trying to tell me that he needed to re, re, uh, refresh his web browser to, to, to get the connection better for our show. <laughs> he tried to text me, but he forgot that the phone is on the fritz this morning. The, the moment that I sent the text, I went, oh, that wasn't very smart. <laughs> oh, that's great. But it was too late. I had already disconnected to reconnect, so... That was, was it. You should just radio you silence. should have just done this. You should just give the cut through. Like I need we, what we need to do is Come we need to learn signals. sign language oh, and or uh, Morse code, like the tapping. Oh, how? Oh, because you're gonna tap on the microphone. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I think it is a great opportunity if anyone morse knows code. morse code text into the show i think God, that's that would a great be great ah uh, yes the text line is always open for or seven eight five eight nine nine twenty two twenty two just about gave up my cell number that's not working no seven eight five eight nine nine twenty two twenty two the number to be a part of the morning blitz get your thoughts and comments in here on a nutty thursday uh that is for sure uh, i wanted to take the time here in this second segment to talk more Substate basketball because the brackets came out yesterday or late morning, early afternoon, depending on where you're at. And we know who's playing who in the first round. And so I thought we would start with like 1A, D2 girls, make their way up to 3A, 3A girls, and then go to the boys and work our way that way. So I like that. The 1A, D2 girls substate bracket, which first round, of course, hosts at home, high seed hosts. But then the finals, semifinals, and finals we played at the Colby Event Center on Friday the 1st mm-hmm. and Saturday the 2nd. Yes. I thought that was 1A D1, no? No, 1A I think you're thinking about the state tournament, not the substate tournament. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Uh but this is the substate. And so Wheatland Grinnell will get a first round bye being the number 1 seed in this bracket at 14 and 6. They will play the winner of the 4-5 matchup Logan Palco and Bird City Shylin, which are 9 and 10 and 9 11 respectively. Uh, the 2 7 is Thunder Ridge at 11 and 6, taking on the 7 seed Natoma. And then you've got Golden Plains and Northern Valley in the 3 6 matchup there on Friday in Rexford. I'm telling you, there's a couple possible, if you want to call them upsets, I think in the first round. Mm. You could see Northern Valley knock off Golden Plains, see Northern Valley beat a couple teams they shouldn't have this year. And then Bird City, Shylin could knock off Logan Palco, possibly. They've got a really, really good player up there in uh, the McCarty boys' younger sister, who's really, really good. So it would not surprise me. She's very, I think she's just a freshman or sophomore. So she's really good. She's young. I would, could see them advancing on that. And honestly, I could see a team like Northern Valley, a team like Shylin get hot here and win three in a row and make it to the state tournament. I really could see that happening here. Really? I think so. I mean, I'm not, not saying that Wheatley Grinnell is a bad team. They are good. And, it, and it, you know, most of the time the number one seed does advance. But if I have to pick a possible team that might make it to the finals, you know, it could be Shylin, it could be Northern Valley that gets that done, mm. possibly. Possibly. And it wouldn't also surprise you to see Golden Plains make a run here because they're really well coached. They've, they've got a great program there. They have had a little bit of a down year in comparison to previous years. But I think they could have a pretty good showing uh, overall. That, once again, is the Rexford Golden Plains uh, high school substate for the girls in 1A Division Two. 
Uh, 1A-D-1, which will be hosted by Decatur Community High School in Oberlin. The girls' number one seed is Rollins County. They're 16-4. and four. They won the Northwest Kansas League this year. They get a first-round bye. They will play the winner of Decatur Community and Ness City. Uh, Quinter is the two seed. They will also get a bye after going 11-7. and seven. They will play the winner of Stockton and St. Francis there in the 3-6. I expect Stockton and Quinter to play for the semifinals, and if I had to make a prediction, I will say Decatur Community, Rollins County. I look at it this way. Rollins County, I think we're going to see a Quinter-Rollins County final on Saturday the 2nd. That will be very interesting. Rollins County has had a phenomenal season this year, but it would not surprise me if if Quinter is able to pull the upset. But I, mm-hmm. if I had to pick a winner, I'd say it's probably going to be Rollins County coming out of that bracket. But if I had to pick a runner-up or someone that could get it done, I think Quinter because they've had a really good year and a good program. Fair so enough. there's your 1A D1. And then moving up into 2A, which will be you know where Ho- Oakley and Hoxie play, and that'll be hosted by in Oakley. And the one, so the bracket looks like this: Hoxie, the one seed, as they should be at 19 and one. They're a top five ranked team in 2A. They will take on the one win Plainville Lady Cardinals. The four five is Ellison Wakini Trigo. The two seven is Smith Center at 15 and five, and Hill City at one and eight. 18. And it's been a rough Hill City basketball. Used to be pretty good, um, and it's really fallen on some hard times. Oakley and Hayes TMP. Uh, the three-six matchup. J- knowing from what I've seen from this year, I think we're looking at a Smith Center Hoxie championship matchup coming up here on the week from Saturday. I would be surprised if it's not that. And let's remember, S- Smith Center is the only team to beat Hoxie this year. Beat that's them what up. I was going to say was, I mean, that's got to give you a little bit of a nice feeling going into that potential. Finals game. Yeah, so I, I expect Hoxie Smith Center to make their way there uh, to play on Saturday, the March the 2nd there in the girls' 2A bracket in Oakley. So that's what I expect in the girls' 2A. And then, of course, in the 3A substate, which is hosted by Holcomb, where Colby and Goodland will be playing, the bracket looks like this. Goodland Cimarron in the 1-8. Colby is at home hosting Lakin in the 4-5. Norton hosts Southwestern Heights. Boy, what a trip. Load up the bus full of fuel for Southwestern Heights. That is a long, long bus trip. Uh, and then Holcomb Phillipsburg in the three six matchup there on Tuesday the twenty set uh, Tuesday twenty. We don't have to dive into these games. Don't need to make any predictions or anything like that. Um, like I said, the biggest takeaway to me was the bus trip from Southwestern Heights to Norton. <laughs> that's that's got to be close to four hours, I would guess, if not Ooh, over. It might be. Actually. That is a long. You want to check your Google Maps to see if that's a possibility, but that is, yeah. A long road trip. A very long road trip, to say the least. So, uh, yeah, that's the biggest takeaway. I think we could see very good games. Um, I don't know. I, Colby Lakin probably is the most competitive first-round game out of all four, I'd say. I'd say it'd be the most competitive. And I'm not. And, and by that meaning, it's the one that I see could finish the closest score. I think sure. everything else is probably going to be a pretty lopsided victory for the higher seeds, in I'm, my opinion. It's probably, I agree, it's probably the most intriguing, particularly because the first time Colby played Lakin back in the top side was very lopsided. Lakin, as is Colby, very different teams from when they first played. So probably pretty intriguing. It's also just north of three and a half hours, depending on what route you take. And they'll be in buses, so it's definitely going to take longer than what 
Google Maps is telling that me. That is a long road trip. Yeah. Because, you know, if you think about it, like, you're going almost to liberal. So, it, and I, I look at it from the perspective, if we're in Colby or, or Goodland going to liberal, like, so let's say the tech or Colby Community College goes down to liberal to play Seward County. I mean, that's a three-plus-hour bus trip. You oh, still yeah. got to go to further north and further east to get to Norton. So it's a, that's got to be close to a four-hour trek there and then a four-hour trek back. Uh, that's a tough one there for Southwestern Heights. Uh, so there you go. Those are your girls' brackets released yesterday from Keisha. Let's move on to the boys' side. 1AD2, once again, back. It's Rexford hosting it. Uh, Golden Plains hosting it. Higher seeds in the first round, of course. The semifinals play at the Event Center in Colby. Northern Valley, number one ranked team in 1AD2. This is a fascinating bracket, Christian. Northern Valley, number one ranked team in 1AD2. They get a first-round bye, deservedly so. They will play the winner of Golden Plains and Thunder Ridge in the 4-5. Logan Palco, also ranked in the top 10 of the 1AD2 poll at number two at 14-5, gets Natoma in the 2-7. And Bird City Shylin at 14-6 gets the sixth seed Wheatland Grinnell. In the as the in the three six game, Bird City Shylin also ranked in the top ten of the of the top ten KBCA rankings. So you have three I mean, top ten ranks ranked squads. We've talked about it before. It's the downfall of the substate theory or the substate setup, where it's format. like all right, yeah, the format. You can have three different, four different top ranked teams in this group of eight and suddenly you've got only one of them is going to make it into the actual state tournament. Uh, so certainly a downfall of the sub-state, but it does make for a great sub-state tournament. Uh, that's just going to be a ton of fun. And uh, that is one I believe also hosted in the Colby event center. Should be, should be a lot of fun. That is for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Look at, I mean, Shylin, Logan Palco, that'll be a great semifinal Thursday in Northern Valley. We'll be waiting in the championship. And here, this is the thing. Like, those four, those three teams we talked about, how good they are. You mm-hmm. know, you've got six wins for Golden Plains, three for Thunder Ridge, one for Natoma, three for Wheatland Grinnell. I mean, it's, it's, those three teams have dominated their schedules this year because those three teams, oh, yeah. those teams play each other a lot. And this is what you get when that happens. But, that's 1AD2. should be very interesting uh, finals, that's for sure, no matter who comes out of that. Uh, 1AD1, once again, back in uh, Decatur Community at Oberlin High School. Quinter, the number one seed at 16-2. and two. They get a first-round bye. They'll play the 4-5 winner between Stockton and Decatur Community. Ness City is 6-14. and 14. They're the two seed. Rollins County is 6-14. and 14. St. Francis 1-19. This is a prime... Ex- Quinter is going to go to the state tournament. I would be stunned mm. if they don't. Here's the thing. This is the issue that people are talking about when it comes to the substate format as it is. You've got a substate that's probably in another area of the state that's got five teams with winning, six teams with winning records, and you have another substate like this one here in Decatur Community that has one team with a winning record. The next highest winning percentage is 6-14. and 14. That's it the is issue. Crazy. That's the issue that people are bringing up saying, well, this stinks because they're getting pretty much an automatic you know, into the tournament. Yeah, so, I mean, because not to take anything away from the other schools, between them and the two seed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's humongous. So that's what people are talking about when they talk about the format maybe needing to change for postseason because you get these type of substates where there's one team that's unbelievably better than everybody else that's in it at this point in time. 
Uh, that was the 1AD1, where I expect Quinter to go to state. I would be shocked if they don't. Uh, in 2A, Oakley High School hosting the 2A substate. So you've got Hill City is the one seed, 16-4. and four. Coach Riley has been there forever. I think 40-plus years he's been there, and he's done a phenomenal job with his program at Hill City. He's the one seed. They'll take on the eight seed, Joaquin Trigo. Then you've got Hayes TMP and Hoxie in the 4-5. Interesting game. Uh, Plainville Ellis in the 2-7. And Smith Center and Oakley in the 3-6. This is another one of those brackets. Two teams are with winning records. The rest all have losing records. You would expect to see Hill City and more than likely Plainville meeting in the finals with a chance to go to the state tournament. That's what you would expect to see. So, I That was what I was going to say. I hate to keep dogging on the sub-state here, but yeah, two winning records out of the eight teams. Uh, it's just craziness. Yeah, getting a, a text in from uh, Bill Bierman. Uh, who I know is who he, I've heard him visit with. He, I've heard him visit and talk about this stuff too. But you know, if you look at the girls' three A substate, which we move into that classification, if you look at the substates, um, the one that Topeka Hayden is in, they're sixteen and three. The next best team is eight and twelve. So that's rough. And then you and then you look at this. The 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 unbelievable substate is the one that Silver Lake is in, and they're the best team in three A. They're 19 and 0. Here's the records in this substate. Listing them off. 190, 182, 173, 155, 155, 188188, and people who are wondering, you know, how did the bracket turn out for those for Holcomb and, or sorry, at the Holcomb substate where Colby and Goodland are going? Goodland is the one seed at 7 and 13. Um, they will get Southwestern Heights. This is the boys' side again in the first round. Colby Holcomb in the 4 5. Colby getting to host thanks to the coin toss. Norton Cimarron in the 2 7. And then Lakin Phillipsburg in the 3 6. Once again, the Colby Holcomb 4 5 game yeah. should be darn good. And really entertaining. I so. mean, the first two matchups, the regular season matchups between the Eagles and the Longhorns were very good. I, I hope that they are again. Uh, but yeah, Colby at home, I think, gives them a big edge. Going to be extremely fascinating. Uh, but that's your sub-state brackets. But it's, you're exactly right. It's, it's very, very difficult. Um, and, and, and like I said, there's a lot of talk and a lot of uproar about how substates are looking in some spots and how there's some that are just absolutely jack loaded and some have nothing in them and i i think change is on the horizon i i really do i think we're going to see change on the horizon so anyway we got to get to a break we'll come back we'll wrap things up with the walk off and get out of here on a thursday it's been the morning blitz